Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Thursday. Not just any old Thursday, though. It's a throwback Thursday. Duh. Which means oh, coming up at 1130. Man. We're going to play a little throwback Thursday music trivia. Donna's the one in the hot seat. I'm the one asking the questions. Grant is the one playing the music that makes it very dramatic. And you get to play along wherever you happen to be. And yell at your radio. Yeah. Or your device. Whatever. I hope we go back to the 90s again. That would be fun. I hate the 90s. <laughs> we need to go back to the 80s. 1130 today. Stick around, Donna. You're going to love it. You're going to have a great time. You're going to okay. do really well. I really can't wait. I know, um, I always do, I always do. I'm a star. Yeah, you haven't missed one yet this year. I know, it's amazing. Mm, technically. <laughs> if, on the topic of music, NBC is bringing back live musicals, which they had started doing a few years ago, this holiday season, and it will be Annie. Annie, the live musical, coming to NBC this holiday season. I tell you that, and Donna, you react how? Yuck. Okay. I hate it. It's it's stale. It's chuggy. Okay. All right. Now we're throwing around chuggy. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to throw it around (laughs) every chance we get. We're trying to get ahead of chuggy. We should like have like Uh, a buzzer go off or something every time we say chuggy. That's chuggy. And it should be millennial. (laughs) Yes. Can we say that? And then I'll have Rocco give it and I'll just drop it and I'll just dance. We we are doing a chuggy breakdown today on Twin Cities Live at Host Chat to show some pictures of here's what chuggy looks like. Well, and before we get out of here today, um, our longtime listener, Aaron, has sent us a chuggy parody song. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) That is very fun. (laughs) Oh, great. We'll get to that coming up around 1145. So stick around for that. Okay, so since I think you're misusing chuggy, what is chuggy here? Is it Annie or is it NBC doing live musicals and us enjoying them? Or what is it? I think it's televising a live musical it's it's not i don't think it's fun maybe it's a matter of subjectiveness do you know what i mean sure i don't like to see bad lighting on my tv of somebody dancing their way i I just i hate it would you be more inclined to watch and enjoy it if it was pre-taped and yes, produced? Yes. I think so. Yep. Kind of like Hamilton? Yeah, I don't need the stress of wondering if somebody's going to stumble and fall or forget oh, their line. That's right. I forgot the weird <laughs> the anxiety things Donna <laughs> watching. Yeah, I know. I have to get a prescription before Donna, watching this crap. <laughs> you feel that way. You feel the same way watching Annie live as I do 
watching Cirque du Soleil. I think someone's going to die. That's oh, where I think you even. should feel like, oh, someone's going to fall, someone's going to get hurt. And they've had tragic accidents that have happened on the set of Cirque du Soleil. That gives me anxiety. Annie, if they trip over a cable, I'm good with that. <laughs> Sorry, quick note, Steve. I have yep. witnessed, I might have told you guys this, but when uh, I witnessed a tragic life-ending accident at a circus here at the St. Paul XL Energy Center oh my with my Lord. friend and his little daughter, a lady was doing the silk rope <gasps> thing, oh, and yep. then all of a sudden she's hanging, and then it kind of does this, and then it she tugs. fell 40 feet straight head first right down, oh, 20 Lord. feet in front of me. Oh, they tried gosh. to keep it going for about 15 minutes, and then eventually they shut the show down. I mean, it was... Oh. Oh, that is a, really oh tragic. Word. Right in front of me. I was 24 so years old. So you would old. never go see a Cirque du Soleil show? I'll now. never go to a circus again, ever. That was the most, I mean, right in front of me. It yeah, was, that tight wire and all that, That those acrobats. Yeah, I want a net everywhere. They got sued because technically in Minnesota, you're supposed to have a net because it happened like 20 years ago here. And so Minnesota would not allow circuses without nets for dangerous stuff like that. Wow. So they were doing it without a net, breaking the rules, and then they ended up getting in trouble because of it. I don't remember this story. Oh wow, that's really tragic. I When I was a kid, I don't know if my parents had a movie on or what, but I don't know if it was about the Walendas. Is that their names? Yes, yep. So, and it, they were on a tightrope, and mm-hmm. below the tightrope were all these knives that were standing oh, up no. to create more anticipation of yes of danger and all Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. i don't know if the person ended up falling and it wasn't a documentary or anything i think it was just a you know like a sunday night movie and i think that might be part of the reason like some of these these things that i saw when i was a kid that create that stress in me that agita well as an unlicensed therapist i would tell you this that Maybe not that bad of things could happen on Annie. <laughs> yes. So maybe you could give it a shot. The sun will come out nah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Light drops on her head. Boom. <laughs> no. This was um, back in 2004, by the guys. It was May of 2004 oh that it happened. Gosh, yeah. so oh, tragic. Lord. Yikes. Crazy. Sorry. Well... All right. Well, anyway, NBC yeah. is bringing back musicals. <laughs> Annie Live will be happening over the holiday season. Do you have a favorite musical? Great. I'll start. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, for me. I saw it was that a, twice. I'm, I don't love it. Okay. Well, my mom used to play the soundtrack to Phantom of the Opera me too. on her CD player. Music's And good. then I started listening, and I love the music. There are so many Phantom haters out there. I love the songs in that think of me music of the night of course mm. the phantom of the opera music they are just so beautiful and then my mom took me to see it and mm. she had always told me about it and at one point don't get scared donna you'd probably run out or pee your pants but the chandelier drops yeah no i've i've seen this show a couple of times i've been there and there was a malfunction the first time that i went to the show oh mm. no i think it was at I think it was the Orpheum, and the chandelier got stuck. It was supposed to fall, but it got stuck, so then they started the show over again. Oh, no. See, it's very stressful. Yeah, yeah, this is scar tissue. You can't you can't watch this. No, Aida was really good, though. I like that music. Is that is that how you say it? Aida? Uh, Avida? Aida? What are you, Aida what? Come on. <laughs> it's about the girl who's in the museum. Aida? Aida. Mm-mm. No, am I making Aida? that up? Not Evita, to be clear. <laughs> I'm asking. I think it's called Aida. 
Am I making it up? Evita is a musical. No, I never saw that. It, it, okay, now that concentrates on the life of the political leader from Argentina. Right. Eva Perón. Give me a little more. Give me a little little more music of the night there. It's based. Yeah, I got it right. It's Aida. Elton John did the music. Lyrics by Tim Rice. Yeah. No, that's Evita. It is. It's Aida. Evita is written (laughs) by Andrew. Music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Lyrics by Tim Rice. Steve. Who's on first one? It's Aida. How do you spell it? A I. D A. Okay, I'm talking about E V I T A. I know you are, but I'm not. <laughs> but that yours has Tim Rice too? Okay. Yes. That Let's is take correct. a break. I don't want to. We I'm have just we gonna, really, I, really I'm should. I'm going to take off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please, when I we come go. back, we have a study <laughs> as the weather warms up. When does summer officially start for you? Is it a date? Is it when the weather gets a certain way? We'll tell you what the majority of folks say to that. I have a very specific date in mind. That's coming up next on Donna and Steve on my time. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Good morning, everybody. Go ahead and get it out of your system. Mm, my tree. Big nasty. Guess what? Big nasty's trees just arrived. Oh. In boxes. Studies have shown that. Studies have shown that the microbes. Several long term studies have shown that. studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Let me just. (laughs) Donna. Donna, let me just tell you. That last night I was at Home Depot, I had to to pick up another tree. Oh my god, I would have met you there. Never. Were you picking up sandpaper? I I go there to uh, pick up a tree, and I'm behind these arborvitae, and then I hear this, oh my gosh, I've been waiting to run into you here. Oh no. (laughs) Your worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And it was this lovely woman who happens to be a gardening expert, and you know, first word out of her mouth, you in these trees. (laughs) Then Stevie Boy's in line, and he's got an arborvitae, potting soil, etc. Woman walks right up, Steve. Where did you buy your trees? I'm just saying I have started a movement revolution in the world of trees. I didn't mean to. Oh, so the tree industry is doing really well. Not my intent, but it happened. 
<laughs> anyway, I'll take a picture of the boxes. Okay. I'm Doesn't sure. look like Everyone's there's... Everyone's waiting with oh. bated breath. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a study, and it has to do with summer. Make it good. Okay, so Please. officially, I always thought summer started on June 21st. I guess this year it's June 20th. But according to a new survey, the majority of people say summer really starts when... Memorial Day weekend hits. No. When it's 75 degrees outside. That's stupid. You can't do that in Minnesota. Yeah. We would have thought it was summer like a month and a half ago. Right. Yeah, you're right. But 59% of people say it doesn't start on a specific date. It does. Memorial Day. Oh, I agree. That's when we start getting out. The pools are open. Opening up the cabins. Yes. Other people say the top signs... Excuse me, bigger name on the other line. Oh, yeah. I love oh, your... Oh, my I God. Love your... Oh, good for you. So, a friend of mine just Bo- texted... Is it Bobby? Oh, my God. Is these it... bleeping trees. <laughs> First of all, I know who it is. It's Bobby Jensen, who called in last week and said, what do you even want these trees for? You never even answered that. What do you even want these for? And then I started having asked questions. We had 30 seconds. We were going to break. I got five trees right now on the porch in long cardboard boxes. And they say, open immediately, live plants inside. Okay. I have to open them. To, I hope that all five of the trees are there. Cause the, but remember, these are going to look super pathetic when I plant them. But then by the end of the summer, people are going to be flocking to me. Do you, I, oh, I see what's happening. Jensen is afraid. <laughs> he is for a long time. It's been Bobby Jensen and it's been Larry Farr, the two gardening experts here in the Twin Cities. And they're sensing that there could be a, a third fighter in the ring now. <laughs> but now that people come up to the chair. Listen, people are coming up to me at Home Depot saying, tell me where you got your trees, asking me tree questions. Like, where'd you get your trees? Yes. That's not exactly a tree <laughs> question, not for an expert. But I'm, what does it take to be an arborist? Not much more than what I've done this last week. What are you doing week. with those arborvites? What are you even doing with those trees? You even answered that question yet, you little punk? That was Bobby Jensen last week with me. What are you doing with the arborvites? Are you going to patio? <laughs> I'm going to patio. Well, here was the problem. All right, now screw it. We're in it. No, well, here's the other things. Yeah, okay. Going get... to a barbecue. It's hot enough to grab ice cream from an ice cream truck, and you can go swimming outside. I think the swimming is pretty... Telltale. Yes. Yes. When the pool's open, it feels like it. All right. Back no. to the trees. So you know how I planted the golden curls willow tree in a big planter on my patio? And I, being an idiot, was like, this will be great. It'll add drama and height and something other than an evergreen on the patio. On the deck, rather. Everybody. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Emailed me on Twin Cities Live. I said, if you know how this will go for me, tell me. And they all said that tree's going to die. It will not survive any winter. You have to get it out. But all of my arborvitae did survive last winter in their pots, except for one which sucked hard and I had to get rid of, but it started sucking. It sucked at the beginning. 
So I have to get that arborvitae to put in that big planter where the golden curls willow tree is now. The arborvitae is going to go there as a little privacy hedge up on the deck. And then the golden curls willow, I'll find a new place for that. But now the other ones, thank you for asking the follow-up questions, guys. Wow, if you're watching on video, you're seeing the level of interest that I'm dealing with here with Grant and Donna. Hey, what? I'm listening to Spotify with someone talking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You guys like my wife on a walk. She said, honest to God. I I said, look at that oak. And she said, I just want to punch you. Can you just stop talking? Not everything is about a tree. Could you just stop for a second? Oh, this is me and politics at home. Lily just walks away. I have five, the five trees are those three hybrid poplars and then the two Austri willows. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I'm in a, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to plant them. I'd plant them tonight, but my tax guy's coming over. I know. It's a pretty sexy life I live. I'm doing my taxes tonight, too. Hey, oh, uh, dude, we're blood brothers. There we are. Uh, but maybe tomorrow night I'll just dig right in so it doesn't take up the whole Saturday. I don't know. We want to see pictures on Monday, Steve. No, we don't. Yes, he said it. Nope. We do <laughs> not. What are you? What do you? Why do you care about my arborvitae, huh? I Me? just want to know what you're doing with that thing. Why are you buying them if you're not planting them? <laughs> I don't really want to know. And I have another, another arborvitae that I got over the weekend, a smaller one that I'm mm-hmm. going to put somewhere else. And then I'm done. And then I'm done. You say that now, but you'll be creeping right back into that corner real quick. I do love. You get what a taste. I've been learning. You get Last a taste? night. No, no, no. Two nights ago. I ended my night with habanero cheese oh on Ritz crackers, and then I went down to the basement and searched videos of Austri willow growth rates on YouTube, and I could not have been more content. Most of us sit down, glass of wine, put on their favorite TV show, cheese and crackers, and some arbor- and some trees about you know how they grow. That's Steve's. Thursday night, Wednesday. Seriously, night. you watch some of these growth rate videos, it'll blow your mind. Meanwhile, his wife is Googling how to kill your husband. <laughs> can I kill a husband with a tree? Yeah, how do I? Can I bury him under the tree? <laughs> can a branch penetrate someone's neck? Oh, Steve, you are very different. What do you think Bobby would do if it was just me and Bobby Jensen at coffee? Would he punch me at some point, do you think? <laughs> or stab you. <laughs> All right, Throwback Thursday music trivia. Oh, yeah, let's do it. We're going to play it next. And because Donna is just one of my besties, it's 80s edition. 80s music Throwback Thursday trivia is coming up next. Play along wherever you happen to be. It'll be a game together. It's coming up next. Donna, Steve, my time. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, that's me. Steve Patterson, that's that guy. Hmm? Producer, uh, what's his name? Grant. Yeah, producer Grant Not is producer with us Ryan. as well. Shut up. 
I'm just well. You said producer Rara. She's been gone just for don't a worry year. About it. I know. It's okay. I'm saying it's okay. Sorry, hey, Grant, hey, Grant, definitely Grant. Always oh, look at this. Oh, it's good to know you. <laughs> shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah. Alrighty, we have decided to tailor today's Throwback Thursday music trivia segment to Taylor? what Donna has asked. No, not Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. Calm down. All right, sorry, I blew up. She's nice. Donna, this is a time when you were really locked and loaded in the music scene. Eighties. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty. good. Uh, formative years. You know, those were my formative years. Yes, yes, Queen. So with that, we begin. Cue the music. Which 1987 Whitney Houston single became her fourth consecutive U.S. number one and her first U.S. platinum selling single? 1987. I'm just going to jump, throw out an answer, and I'm going to say the greatest love of all. Okay. Final. No, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not my final... I was just faking you out. All right. You probably, I'll give you a hint. You probably look a little bit awkward when you do this. I want to dance with somebody. You got it. Yeah! Nice, Donna. Woo! Woo! Every time that bell rings, I'm going to pound my chest. Oh, okay, cool. Like King Kong style? Yeah. Nice, Donna. That's Thanks. a really good addition to this segment. <laughs> hey, Grant. Don't double ding that man. Seriously, <laughs> she, she just gave rules. me the golden ticket. All right, All right. one Cue day. The music. Some of these will be very easy, Donna. Okay. Which two pop superstars duetted on "Ebony and Ivory," which became a number one hit in 1982? Got it. I would have never guessed this, by the way. I thought it was Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. I think it is. I think I. Thanks, Steve. Um, I'm gonna stick with that answer. You're exactly right, Donna. Very good, Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson. That song came out in 1982. Went to number one, Ebony and Ivory. Good tune. Cue the music. Which Irene Cara song from the movie of the same name Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. won the 1980 Academy Award for Best Original Song? Um, That would be Flashdance, Bob. Final answer. Hang on a second. Oh, no. I like that you're in the F zone Mm. with your words. Not Flashdance. Which Irene Cara tune that came from the movie of the same name? Won the 1980 Academy Award for Best Original Song. First when there's nothing. Uh oh, headphones just came off, everybody. (laughs) She's working out usually what is an incorrect melody. Her brain doesn't work. But I got the right song, right? (laughs) I don't know. It's a four-letter word that starts with F. Oh, she's now plugging her ears. A four-letter word that starts with F. Yeah. 
So this is from the movie Flashdance. It is not. This is not from the movie Flashdance. Correct. Dance. You're really in on Flashdance here. I'm trying to Because when out I think it. of Irene Cara, that's what I think of. So it's a four-letter word. So Grant, I bet when you and I think of Irene Cara, we think, who now? Do you know Irene Cara, Grant? No. I've never said those two words back to back. Okay, so let's think of four-letter words that start with F. (laughs) Play along at home, kids. I'll have the dump button ready. Fork. Fork is is a word that is meets that criteria, but it's incorrect. Funs. Funs. The plural of fun is where we've gone to. Farb. Farb's not a word. That's only (laughs) our third guess. Donna, some people would say that you have achieved this in your life. And it starts with an F. And it's four letters. What could it possibly be? Why am I... Why? Freak? No. Flub? Maybe someone would recognize you when you're out at the bar. Oh, got it. Fame! I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna learn how to fly. Nice. Thank you. Wow, that was rough. Okay. You're, does that all of that connect now? Of course, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Cue the music. It actually became a uh, a TV series. Fame. Which Norwegian group sang "Take on Me" in the year 1984? That'd be Aha, Bob. Nice, Thank Donna. You. Now we're back. Okay, she's back. She's back. Don't worry about her. Cue the music. Oh, she's still beating her chest like King Kong, guys. I really wish you could see this. (laughs) Which singer starred in the 1985 movie Desperately Seeking Susan? Got it. Got it. Um, The actress was Rosanna Arquette, who starred alongside of Madonna. Nice, Donna. Yeah! Woo! Thank you. Hey, you know what you are? You're Madonna. Like Madonna. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Cue the music. Which friend did Bruce Springsteen invite onto stage to dance with him in the music video for 1984's Dancing in the Dark? What a great song. That would be uh, Courtney Cox final. Come on. You're yeah. crushing it, See, Donna. I told You're doing you this really is my good. Jam. I'm the 80s girl. Cue the music. This was the first U.S. number one hit for Hall & Oates. Mm. All right, I'm going to go deep cut here. Rich girl. You're a rich girl. You're a gone. right girl. Yeah! Way to go. She's a rich girl. You can rely on your old man money. You can rely on your old man money. It's up, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Nice edit. Thanks. Cue the music. The Power of Love, a song which gave Huey Lewis and the News their first U.S. Billboard Hot 100 number one single, mm-hmm. was the theme song to this 1985 movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is the movie with Michael J. Fox and the guy from Taxi. The guy. With the DeLorean, and the name of that movie is Back to the Future. Bam! Woo! Yeah. I'll get there. i get there. I just need a little time. So that was true? You weren't just stretching for time? Like Correct. for time to fill no, the I segment? No, I have you to really... think it out. I have to, I have to play awesome. word association and get there.
You were so brave. Thank That's you. A, a lot of us see. Thanks a lot. Cue the music. We got to get a little harder here. No, we're, things are going good. Which artist launched their serious moonlight tour in 1983 in support of their album Let's Dance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm using there as a pronoun to not give away. Mm-hmm. Gender. Got it. Um. Okay, so you mind if I call you Wink? Uh, not at all, Wink Martindale. Yep, I'm gonna say you David know Bowie, Wink. You're right, yeah, Donna. Yeah, thank you. Wink Martindale came into our uh, reels when I worked there to do something. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying, and I think oh, he was good for you. Look, I think he had something that appeared like almost like a velvet slipper. I remember very fancy shoes. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if I'm remembering that right or not. We have a phone call that has an objection to one of these questions. Dennis is with us. We want to talk to Dennis real quick. Sure. Dennis, what is your objection to one of these questions? Hey, Dennis. So, Ebony and Ivory yes. was not Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. It was Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. That was my second guess was Stevie Wonder because then I remember him doing a parody of it on Saturday Night Live. Yes. The one that they sang together was Say, Say, Say. Say, say, say. You're oh, right, Dennis. Really? Guess what, Dennis? You is, win. Is, is he really right? The Karen Award of the day. Woo! No, it <laughs> makes me feel good because I finally, I'm not the one getting the questions wrong. Well, it is funny. <laughs> I, it's funny. You are right. Because I, I did write down Stevie, but I said Michael. See, there he is. I oh, said yeah. Michael, but that was my second guess. Thank you, Dennis. Dennis, way to go. Nice call, man. Yeah. You're Thank the man. You. Bye-bye. By the way, okay, let me fine. just be clear about my source for these. I don't know if any of them are right. <laughs> Did they so, have Michael Jackson down as the correct answer? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Triviaarmy.com. Let's see what other things may or may not be correct. Cue the music. Which English star provided guest backing vocals for Dire Straits' 1985 hit, Money for Nothing? Can you repeat the question, please? Which English star provided guest backing vocals for Dire Straits' 1985 hit, Money for Nothing? Okay, so Dire Straits, is this like Mark Knopfler? She's a rich girl! Then there's um, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. That was a great song, wasn't it? I know the history of the song. Oh, interesting. He walked into a Best Buy, saw a bunch of guys watching MTV, and thought... I, I could do that. Yeah. Like, look at these guys. They're not doing anything. They're this, getting money for free. This English star achieved success as part of a group and as a solo act. English speaking, like from the country yeah. of England. I think that's what it means. I'm going to need a hint. I'm not going to... You get this from a B. Oh, so it was Sting. Nice. Final. Nice job. Nice job. Thanks, Steve. That's all we have time for today, guys. All right. Guys. Thank you for that. That was quite fun the, enjoyable. 80s edition of Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. Me Thank like you. that. Me Good like job, that. Donna. Thanks you did great. Lot. Thanks. Um, when we come back, why don't we end with a little Elon Musk news? Okay, and then I have a Chugi parody song to share with you.
Oh, wonderful. We'll get into both of those things when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. We learned a new word from Hannah this week. Chuggy. Chuggy. Some TikToker made it up and said, you know, there are things that are chuggy, meaning you still think they're cool, but they're not. Right? That's a good way to sum it up. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting caught up in uh, some bullcrap emails that are coming through know, internally right now. People are right telling now. you to <laughs> show a little more <laughs> respect. A little more respect. Uh, For what? Okay, well, let's just get right to All it. Right. All right. So, drop. Um, somebody posted, I, I don't know if this is on Twitter or on our Facebook page. Steve, remember earlier you thought I was saying Evita and I was saying Aida? Aida, yes. Aida is a musical, great music, and it's the story of a Nubian princess enslaved by the Egyptians. Not only is it a musical by Elton John, it's also an opera by Verdi. And then she said, please show more respect when someone else knows something you don't. Still love you, man. (laughs) I was really convinced you were mispronouncing Avita. And then you said Tim Rice or whoever the dude was. Yeah, Tim Rice and Elton John. Yeah, yeah. Anna, this isn't through with you and me. This has only just begun. Don't Thank worry. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we love you. Okay, so we learned Chugi, and another one of our listeners, Aaron, decided to send us a What is Chugi parody song oh, great. to the tune of Let It Be. And it's two parents who apparently have kids that are Gen Z's. Mm-hmm. And we'll just, it's a, it's a three minute song. We'll post this for everybody, but we'll just give you a little flavor of what they're doing. It's cute. We love Gen Z. We're raising two members of Gen Z, but you come up with some interesting words, and it sounds like you're trying to insult when us. When you wear Uggs and use the hashtag Girlboss Energy, <laughs> Gen Z's gonna call you Chuggy. And when you are excited about your family trip to Disney, Gen Z says you're being so chuggy. I'm chuggy. 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 He's got a good voice, doesn't he? Yeah, this is the Holderness family. I guess they do this a lot. They put out a lot of... Yeah. He's a former news anchor. He looks like it. And if you went to Target and you bought an ironic graphic tee, <laughs> like me, Gen Z will call you so chuggy. <laughs> I love it. And then uh-huh. they call you chuggy because you're watching Friends on TV. Chuggy! Oh, no. Stop, stop, stop. They're coming after Friends. No. You cannot have Jennifer Aniston. You can't have any of my friends. They're my friend. Chuggy! It's cute, right? That's funny. This is the same family that did years ago, probably uh, seven years ago. He was still a news anchor or just stopped being a news anchor and came out with the Christmas jammies song that went oh, viral. Oh, yes. Are those their Christmas jammies? And it was really funny. And then he and his wife were just like, let's just do this full time. And they have a gazillion viewers. That and is it's very incredible. Funny. Yep. It's wow. full time, just YouTube. That's incredible that he gave up a news career. To go and make a lot more money on YouTube <laughs> and have a lot more freedom and not have to no handle dang. really difficult stories. you got to be super creative like all the time, though, and that can be exhausting, too. I know, but when that's true. But when you don't have a boss 
that you're dealing with when it's just like, hey, I just need to go take a walk and write down some ideas. Yeah. It yeah. just feels like it, there could be some real freedom there. But you know what you don't have are, you know, like 401ks and health benefits. That's true. We're big fans of both. That's very true. All right. Well, that is linked up for everybody on our show page at mytalk1071.com. Hope you didn't buy any Bitcoin. Oh, I didn't. Thank Uh-oh. you for asking. I've been waiting. Well, it's good that you didn't, I suppose. Remember, um, what's his butt? Elon Musk oh, yeah, was on. He was on SNL, and then Dogecoin, which he wrench, mentioned multiple times, ended up going down in price upon him sort of jokingly calling it a hustle. Well, now Elon Musk, who can really influence the crypto markets, um, has said some bad stuff about Bitcoin. So in February, Tesla shocked the business world. They said. They would invest $1.5 billion in Bitcoin and made plans to accept Bitcoin as payment for its cars. But in a tweet yesterday, CEO Elon Musk said he was, quote, suspending vehicle purchases with Bitcoin due to environmental concerns. The cryptocurrency, which had been failing throughout the day, dropped dramatically in the hours following the tweet. Now, commentators found it odd that Elon Musk, who runs an electric vehicle company with the mission of reducing fossil fuel emissions, wasn't aware of the vast amounts of energy used to mine Bitcoin when he announced Tesla's full-on embrace of the crypto back in February. Uh, Tesla still has more than $1 billion in Bitcoin holdings, and Musk said he wouldn't sell anymore. But here's what we've learned, as we like to add layers to what is the very confusing cryptocurrency market. Mining for Bitcoin Whatever that means. I know. That's where I was like, what? Has a negative impact on the environment. Is it because you have to use computer-generated energy? I guess so. This is like a I mean, grid come thing. on. I feel like everybody's high except me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? That is a great way to describe cryptocurrency. And even when you read an article that explains, oh, well, Bitcoin is just like Elon was doing over the weekend. Even when they explain... What, what is Dogecoin? And then he says, what, what is cryptocurrency? And then he explains it. You still feel like you're only getting a, some sort of a talking point, not an actual explanation. You know what we need to do? We need to watch like one of those YouTube videos that uses graphics and little cartoons that really help to dumb down complex things. And maybe they could then explain cryptocurrency to us yeah like in like talk to us like we're third graders lower tell okay talk lower. To, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like five as a starting point. okay <laughs> yeah i just i can't wrap my head around something that i don't understand something that i've i have no business knowing about i just i don't know steve i don't, I don't know. know i don't know i, mean, I still want to invest in it i know that not in bitcoin but in cryptocurrency i don't even know why we need venmo like, why can't we just transfer money from your bank account to my bank account? Like, why do sure. we need this third party? I don't understand. Sure. Like, why not cut out the middleman? Because then you'd have my account number, I guess. That's probably a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be worried about. But otherwise, we're doing uh, great. It just hurts today. my head. I know. But we don't you just feel, don't you have FOMO? Don't you feel like we need to, we need to get in? A little bit. We got to do something here. Yeah, can you work on that for the show? No, I can't. Okay. Then. I'm going to have a, my cryptocurrency fund is going to be closed closed. Elizabeth Reese has already said I want in, let me in. And I said it's a closed fund. And you can't. You can't come in. 
I can't be in control of any kind of money that you have. Something's going to go sideways. No, I'm just not doing it. You need money to buy the money, right? You need money to buy the money. So I fork over $10 and then I get so much Bitcoin in return, right? Sure, yeah. How much is one Bitcoin worth? $49,000 as of today. So I need $49,000 to buy one coin? Yeah, but you could just buy a fraction of a coin. All right. It's like getting into hay pennies. What? That's a half a penny. Why did I talk about cryptocurrency during the last segment? You know what? Let's take a breather. Okay. We'll take 24 hours off. All right. Make it 21. All right. We'll be back tomorrow at 9. Colleen Bradley next.